Alright, Reach, tell me your team. Alright, I got Antonio Gates at power forward. At small forward, I have Julius Peppers. At center, I have Darren Fells. At shooting guard, I have Terrell Owens. And at point guard, I have Antoine Randall L. Nice team. What do you got? Uh, so, point guard, I got Michael Vick. Oh, I love it. <laughs> shooting guard, I got with Damian Tomlinson. <laughs> uh, shooting forward, I got Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I love this. Power forward, I got J.J. Watt. Okay. Center, I got Ndamukong Sue. Sixth man, Ray Lewis. Oh. <laughs> and my head coach is John Madden himself. No short on rebounds. <laughs> my sixth man is uh, Miles Garrett, and my coach is Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Ooh, yes, you sir. picked a player as a coach. I like I it. it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Hey guys, my name's Tyler. And I'm Regis. Welcome to Consportion. I am sure that you guys are wondering what that was about at the beginning of the episode. That was our cold open. Tell them about it, Regis. All right, so basically we took five NFL players that we felt like could have had be a good team uh, right. for in an NBA situation. Yeah. Kind of um, as a joke, but also serious. Right, See, just to see how it went. And then we yeah. also picked the sixth man and the head coach. Right. All right. So, so why'd you pick the people you picked, Rich? All right. So I picked Antonio Gates at power forward. He's probably the most obvious choice if you do any research for how his basketball career was. So he played for Kent State, and they went to the Elite Eight. So uh, wow, yeah. he played That's in the impressive. tournament in college. Yeah. He averaged 20 points per game and 7.7 rebounds per game. Wow. So, he, you know, he's yeah, really good. Yeah, that's impressive. Definitely probably could have played in the NBA. Yeah, so, 100%. Uh, honestly, in my list, he stood out the most, other than Darren Fells, and I'll talk about him in a minute. Uh, Julius Peppers played for North Carolina, so just like MJ. Um, he actually played in between when they had the really good coaches. It was mm-hmm. like Dean Smith, I think, and then Ray or Roy. Yeah. The, you know who I'm talking uh, about? Yeah. I'm not Is remembering Williams? his name right now. Roy Yeah, Williams. Roy Williams, I believe. Yeah. There was an interim coach, and that's who he played for. But they okay. were still good. Yeah. And uh, they made the Final Four as an eight seed. Wow. Pretty low seed to make Final Four. So that was cool. That was in 2000. He um, averaged like seven points and four rebounds per game. So, you know, he was decent. But, um, you know, as it, you know, he played in the Final Four. So yeah. he, he'd be good. Yeah. Uh, Darren Fells actually, you know, he's, he plays in the NFL, but he didn't play college football. So I think that's crazy. He actually played college basketball for UC Irvine, and he played European and South American basketball. So he played like in France, wow, Belgium. Yeah. How do you wind up in the NFL? Then Argentina. What's crazy? I think just because he's six seven two seventy and a total athlete, he like walked on or whatever. He did like a tryout and he played uh, in the NFL. He actually was by the Seahawks. Huh. Uh, is who drafted him. Is he a Seahawks player currently? No. So it was 2013, and he just oh, okay. made like the off-season practice squad yeah. and got cut, but then he played for a few other teams uh, until like 2019. He's been a free agent since and hasn't played. But I think it's really interesting. He's got a cool story. I mean, you know, he yeah. you know played uh, basketball in college, played professionally overseas for like three or four years, and then it didn't pan out. But he's huge, athlete. Right. Seahawks picked him up. And then he, like, played in the NFL for, like, six years. So he was on the 13 Seahawks? Off-season practice squad. Off-season practice then, squad. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Super Bowl Seahawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What position was he? 
Uh, he's defensive end, I think. Oh, D end. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Legion of Boom. Right. So, I mean, he played with some good guys, but he didn't, you know. Play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, um, this is, you're going to love this. So, I picked Terrell Owens because he did play college basketball. He had 1.5 points per games and 1.3 rebounds per game. And he made a video that went viral on TMZ. And he's like, I got a wet, he goes, I got a wet jumper. And he's like, nobody wants what I got going on. He's like, I could cross anybody up. He goes, I will call out MJ right now. He's like, I know he's 50, but he's like, <laughs> it was so funny. He's like calling out MJ and he had that's 1.5. Re- that's funny. It was shit. kind of like when LeVar Ball, like never lost, you know, yeah, like what right. I want, I can take anybody. MJ in his prime, you know? Yeah. Like, no, made absolutely no not. So funny. So, but I, I love that confidence about him, you know, right. and I feel like if he would have dedicated purely to basketball, he would have been really good. Yeah. I think so. But, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, he, he had other aspirations and he did really well, a Hall of Famer, so yeah. football career. But I think, like I said, if he would have dedicated all that focus to basketball, he would have been really good. And then Antoine Randall L., um, it's funny because I had a really hard time finding like a guard type guy. Right. Because... I think that when you're 5'11", or he was 5'11", yeah. um, if you're shorter and you're good at basketball, you're playing basketball. You're right. not going to play football. No, you're not. Absolutely so, not. So that's why I had a harder time, I think, finding a little that had actually chose football, but he did. Um, he was another like 1.5 points per game, one assist, like half steal average, played for Indiana. Um, so, you know, college basketball, these guys all played in mm-hmm. college. So, you know, D1. That's so. impressive. Right. Yeah. I didn't pick. I don't know if any of my people played basketball <laughs> no, I like at it, all. though, because it's a different, uh, pers- you know, you never know. They might even be able to hang. They're professional right. athletes. Yeah. They are. They, exactly. Not yeah. only that, but they are angry. <laughs> <laughs> Your guys are beefcakes. Uh, so be... the most sane person on my team is LaDainian Tomlinson. That's scary. <laughs> so. And then um, the reason I picked Miles Garrett is I actually saw him hoop, like, on a, like, TikTok or YouTube thing. Shooting helmets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was throwing basketballs at the other players. He took the rack of the basketballs and just hammered, you know, yeah. the coach now. But, uh, no, he's actually really good. He's got handles. He shoots the ball really well. Um, and he's a total athlete. And then Joe Montana won a state championship in high school. Oh, okay. And he's a really smart guy. Yeah. Four-time Super Bowl champ. Yeah, cool. I feel like he would be able yeah. to coach. A team. Yeah, he'd be a great great coach. So, go ahead. Why do you got? What do you, who do you have? So, you went way, you did way more research than I did. I just kind of <laughs> went with my gut. Um, <laughs> Michael Vick, I mean, he's just athletic. He's fast. Um, I, I think he could really facilitate the rock yeah. uh, really well. Uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, really, really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Really smart guy. I think he would do uh, very well as a shooting guard. Um, and then now we get kind of more into the bigger and the angrier players. <laughs> uh, Marshawn Lynch, I mean, you know why he's here. <laughs> so he doesn't get by. Exactly. Uh, J.J. Watt, I mean, just his leadership uh, and just how you know athletic he is, how big and strong he is. I really think he'd do good in the power forward spot. Uh, Ndamukong Sue, you're not gonna you're not gonna out rebound that guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's gonna elbow and throw elbows all he wants, and he's gonna be able to do it. To be uh, right, and then Ray Lewis. I mean, he's a certified killer. What are you gonna <laughs> say? <laughs> Can you imagine like him setting screens or like cutting to the basket? Oh my god, dude! It's the, the it, I mean, he's had it done so much to him with crackback blocks and stuff before. I mean, right. it's the exact opposite. He would be an un- unmovable force mm-hmm. on, on the court, just sending screens left and right. I think Vic and Tomlinson would just absolutely 
just dominate mm-hmm. outside. And then with this list of characters, you got to pick a champion who can, you know, keep it under control. That's why I went with John Madden. Love it. He coached some crazy players. Yeah. With the Raiders. Yeah. And so, let him do a Super Bowl. Love it. And I think I think he would really kind of get this uh per- this team with all this personality under control. So I think it'd be funny. He'd be like, "Okay, you see here." So over here, you'd be like circling the right. board or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna go here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I think the only person that would be able to follow it would be Tomlinson. He'd be like, "Hey, this, do yes. this." Yes, to translate. <laughs> yeah. Bring in Al Michaels. JJ okay. Watt might be able to follow it too. <laughs> so, all right. So we're gonna transition into the what ifs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so. Let me do this real quick. Okay, so I have the Thursday night football. Yeah. What if um, they allowed flex scheduling? Right, like they, they flex. That's the current thing going on right now. Um, I know us as fans would appreciate that. So we didn't have like a uh, 0-13 New York Jets versus a you know, 1-3 Cleveland Browns uh, matchup. We'd get like a, a vintage Patriots versus you know, vintage Pittsburgh uh, matchup. Yeah, it, this year was really bad. Oh, so yeah, this last year was Al terrible. Al talked about it, like, openly. He was like, this sucks because I am, you know, announcing these games that don't matter. Right. And it's really hard to get excited about, you know, like you're saying, these 0-13 yeah. versus 1-12 and Yeah, teams. I mean, him, fans, the players, mm-hmm. too. I mean, they, they, with everything that the players have to go through, they, it, it's, why would you want to do that? You know what I mean? Like, you, you get less rest. And then you just, like you said earlier, you just automatically jump. And you, you, you go really fast into the Thursday night game from a Sunday game. And then you have 10 days off. And football is one of those, you know, where you're getting hits, you're getting deep bruises and stuff. Right. So you're going to need that time. Yeah. You need it. Not only that, but how are you going to practice and recover in four days and get ready for an NFL game? So I 100% understand why the why all the the NFLPA is so against their snap football and flexing the flexing games for to these players that are, you know, competing and actually trying like actually able to win a championship because let's be real, everybody knows before the season starts who's going to be the good teams. I mean, then again, the Giants kind of sneak in, the Jags kind of sneak in. Sometimes there there are some teams every now and then. Lions. The Lions, well, I I kind of called that, call but it. uh I was not a believer, but <laughs> but you convinced me. So, uh, no, they they convinced that, me. I should say they convinced me. They, I was not convinced. I me. I, I kind of jumped on your bandwagon when they went one, one and six. six. Yeah, I was like, see, I'm right. <laughs> but um, I was wrong. But no, a hundred percent. Um, and then yeah, yeah. What do you got? Um, another what if? This one I think would cause massive ripples. What if? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it was 96 when he was drafted, right? Peyton Manning. Yeah, mm-hmm. 96. What if instead of the Colts picking Peyton, they picked Ryan Leaf? <laughs> they wouldn't have been very good, I don't think. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think. I think Leaf is still as mediocre as he was on San Diego. Um, I think Peyton does really well in San Diego, but what this also does... Negates Drew Brees, right? It, Drew Brees doesn't play on the, the Chargers. Chargers. So, but something I didn't even think of, Peyton would play with Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, crazy. Oh my God, and Antonio Gates. Mm-hmm. Absolutely insane. That would be wild. That would that would be crazy. How many more touchdowns do you think Antonio Gates would have? I don't know. He has number one, right? Yeah, he's time. number one hundred and sixteen touchdowns. Yeah. So yeah. I'd give him one fifty. 
Oh, at least. Yeah. So, especially if he stays there. If and he stays there. That's upwards of top five all time anyway. Like, right. Rec- like, receivers. Right. I think Jerry Rice has 208 total, 197 receiving touchdowns, and then he had, like, 11 yeah. on the ground or whatever. Um, here's another thing I didn't think of. If Peyton plays for the Chargers, does he go to the Denver Broncos at the end of his career? You, I mean, maybe not. Maybe he stays right. with San Diego the whole time. Or maybe he, if he does wind up, you know, still sustaining that neck injury, maybe he goes to another AFC team or even an NFC team. But would he go to a division rival? Probably not. Right. And then so, there's two Super Bowls that Denver completely change. Yeah, and You're, also didn't uh, Ladanian only played like nine years, right? Something like that. Um, I think so, but he also I think he I might be Was wrong. He yeah, I think he did it on the Jets, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he went to the Jets, and they went to the AFC Championship with Favre as uh, no uh, did, Mark uh, Butt Fumble Sanchez. That team went to the championship. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they went to the AFC Championship. Yeah. Yeah, and lost. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that would be a lot of crazy stuff. So, next is my turn. We're going to talk about uh, Tom Brady into the MLB. Ooh. Playing for the Expos. Yeah, Expos. <laughs> so, team that was like, not around anymore. Right. You, you think if Brady gets drafted there, you think uh, and he it stays, stays there? <laughs> no. You think, you think they still... I don't think he had that much impact. <laughs> you, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Do you even know what position he would have played? I think he was a pitcher. You should look it up. I don't know that for sure. But all I know is that he was drafted to play baseball, too. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, he probably would have excelled because he's, you know, he's so dedicated and focused. He probably would have had a good baseball career. But you would ask me if you thought he would have, like, similar um, to his football career. And I'd say no. I think that his niche in football... Is just unmatched. I mean, he was seven-time Super Bowl champ. He wasn't going to be a seven-time World Series champ, I don't think. And right. I, I don't even know, honestly, if the Expos. I don't. I don't think they're very good. I don't think then. so either. Yeah. I mean, the franchise died. So. Yeah, that's very true. So I, as soon as I looked it up, I knew I remembered what it was. He was a left-handed batting catcher. Wow. Okay, so he threw right while he caught, but yeah. he hit left-handed. Yeah. That's cool, switch hitter. Yeah. Or whatever. That's that's incredible. That's, I, didn't, I didn't realize, I completely forgot he was a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Or not pitcher, a catcher. Catcher. Yeah. I think he would have been a good catcher. Uh, you have to have a really short release from the, you know, and he has that. So, I mean, he right. obviously was. He got drafted, so. Right. Let me see if I can find a picture of you. The picture that I'm thinking of is him. Yep, right here. His baseball card. Look at this picture. Oh, that's, that looks fake because he looks older. I mean, it does look fake, but it also, <laughs> like, it's fitting. You get the idea. That looks real. Yeah. That, no. Well, no, that's also fake. <laughs> I, I know what that picture is. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, see. just, it would be wild. Yeah. So, All right, what you got? Um, what if Calvin Johnson doesn't retire early? What do you think? Um, I think if he stayed on the Lions, I think he still has a you know Hall of Fame career. Um, I think that instead of him retiring, if he would have gone to a, like a contending team, I think he puts I think he puts his name in the running for the best of all time. I think he he may even overtake Jerry Rice. So, I guess you can always have that debate. Yeah, greatest of all absolutely. Time. It's obviously not set in stone for anyone. Right. Um, the issue that I have is like. He never won a Super Bowl, never even yep. got there. Jerry Rice 
won the Super Bowl three times, and he was, I believe, a Super Bowl MVP at least once. Right. And, he, you know, he has every single record, and that, it, he has uh, over 22,000 receiving yards, 208 touchdowns, those are both records. Yeah, absolutely. He was the best receiver of all time, and he also played for a really long time. So yeah. when oh, you say, 100%. you know, that Calvin Johnson doesn't retire early, that also would have to define how early are we talking. Did right. he play three more years, five more years, ten more years, right? I guess that's true. So so I think that if he would have gone to, like, a contender, maybe a better quarterback. I know mm-hmm. Stafford is now a you know, Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Um, but if he would have gone to play with, like, a Peyton Manning or mm-hmm. a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady or a Ben Roethlisberger, even an Eli Manning, you know. Or had a team that had a defense. That makes right. a huge difference. Yeah, that's too. a huge defense, too. I mean, how many to- of Tom Brady's Super Bowls are won by either a defense or a kick, mm-hmm. you know. Um, the better your defense is, too, your ball, you, the offense gets the ball more, so you get more right. chances to make catches. Right, absolutely. So, right. So I, I definitely think it gets put into the debate maybe a little bit more because there are kind of some delusional Lions fan out there. I'm not not saying delusional as, like, a bad term, but, like, delu- no, delusional as we, we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like saying um, if LeBron retired at 25, would he still be as great as he is now? <laughs> you, can't, you can't put that in, in the debate. Um, but I think if he does stay on for another 10 years, if his body held up that long, I think that – I think he could potentially be in that – I think he could surpass the number, some of the numbers. Yeah. And that, you know, is an accomplishment in itself, just like LeBron has passed so many records. Right. And so you have to give him credit. But to say he's the best to ever do it, that's a whole different thing. I would say it's a much closer conversation than it is, is right now. I agree. All right. Next one's a heartbreaker. This one, this one is hits close to home for good old Regis. It's, this was tough. Very close to home. So what if Seattle would have ran the ball? Bro, if other. Seattle runs the ball, the Legion of Boom doesn't break up. They, uh, they're a dynasty. I mean, how do you not run that ball? We've talked about this so much. So many people have. So many. I have a little bit of a side theory with it. I think Russell Wilson made an audible at the line of scrimmage. Oh, I do too. I think Pete Carroll called for a run. It, it doesn't make sense not to call. Everybody in the world knew that Marshawn was getting the ball. Yeah. There's no reason so for they him had, not to. They had, I'm just going to run it down for you. They had first and goal on the six-yard line. They gave the ball to Marshawn. Yep. He got to the one. They had second and goal. They had timeouts and time. So it was like 24 yeah. seconds, right? So you got timeouts, time, just ran for five yards on first and goal. It is second and one. You can see at the line of scrimmage, Russell's doing stuff. You know, yeah. He's calling yeah. stuff out. I think they lined it up for him to run the ball. Yeah. And I think that Russell wanted to pass the ball, get an easy slant touchdown. Because honestly, that play does work a lot. Oh, yeah, the absolutely. Call, I mean, it's probably like an 80%. Um, but the thing is, Marshawn's almost 100%. So Yeah, Marshawn is 100% in that situation. The, the, the Patriots couldn't stop him. Mm-hmm. And with w- where, we, where they were in that, at that point in the game, Marshawn wanted it so bad. He did. He did. He, he, he deserved would not, it. Yeah, he would not have stopped. Not only that, but, bro, if he runs that ball, I think there's another argument for him to be one of the best running backs of all time. I think any way there is, because he's had some of the best runs. He has. Beastquake against New Orleans was crazy. Yeah, and I mean, he is a Super Bowl champ. Yeah. Like, cream Denver. Um, So, but do you think he's better than Emmitt Smith? No. Do you think he's better than Walter Payton? No. 
Uh, what about your boy Jim Brown? No. What if he wins that Super Bowl? The Certainly a lot closer. More in the conversation, but still no, because those guys had their own... Right, they have their own accomplishments. I mean, Emmitt yeah. Smith with his yards is incredible. That's they, probably never going to be broken. He definitely had a really good O-line that helped. Yeah. But, I mean, just the fact that he has uh, this, he has the career total rushing touchdowns record. Right. That's, I mean, you can't take that. Yeah. That's greatness, you know? So, I'm telling you right now, with or without that Super Bowl, I'm still taking the Damian Tomlinson over him as a running back. Yeah, he's faster, and, I mean, yeah. he, he, I feel like the Sav, right? He he could read. He had better field yeah. vision. I, I feel like he's, he was smarter. Mm-hmm. So, All right. On to you. Um, This one is a fun one. <laughs> um, Got to give our uh, our brothers, Super Bowl uh, brothers, some love. Uh, you caught Kelsey. that. You caught that podcast where Travis Kelsey. They were talking about rules of rule change that they would each add. Right? You caught that. I didn't catch it, but you did. Yeah, right. So, uh, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, a rule that he wanted to add to the NFL is uh, fighting hockey style. Mm-hmm. That would just be insane. Just letting an NFL brawl. Yeah, break out. It would just be absolutely insane. And I think they need if they if they did do it, I think that they need to put the penalty boxes mm-hmm. on the opposing team's end zone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it would be well. That'd be well. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, I mean, there would have to be. I feel like rule modification. Of, they would have a whole another rule area to develop, I, don't you think? Right. So in order for a fight to happen. I feel like since the NFL is a different sport than hockey, um, I feel like there needs to be a flag thrown or something that the players have on them, like a blue flag or something. Just like something, a tap out thing? No, not only that, something that makes the field of play stop. Okay. And then I see. they throw the flag, the player does, and they pick out who <laughs> they want who they want to challenge. And then that player that they challenge can either, you know, accept or deny the fight. And <laughs> if, if they're worth a shit, sorry, excuse my language, You're good. Um, they're going to they're gonna take that fight. It's interesting because I feel like time would be an issue because you have to allow for how many of these fights per game. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. the NFL is already three hours or whatever. So, so y- you make it so that way there's only two fights a game. Okay. One per half. Okay. That's it. So you gotta wait till you're really angry. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. And the captain, the captain of the team, is holding the flag. I think Miles, Miles Garrett would like set the record. Bro, could you <laughs> imagine a Miles Garrett Aaron Donald fight? That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be insane. I'd watch. Um, how many fight? How many times would Aaron Donald fight Trent Brown though? Yeah. All every time. Yeah. Twice a game. That'd be funny. <laughs> All right, next one um, hits close for the Ravens fans out there. What if Lamar Jackson could stay in the pocket and throw the ball? Uh, he would certainly, I think, he, he might even have a, a Super Bowl under his belt if he I, could. I think so. I, I do too. I really do. I think that um, it's pretty well proven that pocket passers are have, I would say, slight. It's not a huge advantage, right. but it is an obvious advantage because you look through, I'm not talking successful regular season careers, I'm talking successful postseason and Super Bowls. Most of those guys are pocket passers. Right. Including Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is mobile, but he is predominantly a pocket passer. Right. Because you can throw the ball downfield a lot faster than you can run the ball downfield. Yeah, 100%. Right? I mean, look at, uh, I just had a, I just had a Ben Roethlisberger, two-time running 
you know, two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was he was a mobile quarterback in his prime, mostly because he was hard to bring down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was a pocket passer. Absolutely. So, let, I mean, you go down the line. Tom Brady, seven-time Super Bowl champion, pocket passer. Manning, four-time Super Bowl appearances, two-time Super Bowl champion, right. pocket passer. Brett Favre, pocket passer. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, pocket passer. Ben, ben Roethlisberger, pocket passer. Drew Brees. Drew Brees, pocket passer. Um... Patrick Mahomes, pocket passer. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same for, like, Donovan McNabb, yep. Steve McNair. Um, I would kind of be close to saying Cam Newton in that uh, 2015 against the... They're more on the mobile argument, I'd say, because they ran a lot. They Even did. Steve Young. Steve Young's one of the only ones, I feel like, that won. That, and right. John Elway. Yeah. But, again, predominantly, pocket, pocket passers. passers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So... Oh, last thing I'll say about that. I would think the uh, contract issue wouldn't really be there if he, yeah. he would have one. If And it's just like develop that part of your game. That's it. Right. All yeah, right. just develop that. Next one's close home to you. Yeah. Um, 2018, the Los Angeles Rams went to the NFC Championship against the uh, New Orleans Saints. They walked into the Superdome is what it's called, correct? Um and they faced some adversity. They got down big early, and they kind of tried. They started to rally back, and then the Saints were looking like they were going to put it away, and there was a call. Mm-hmm. Or a it's lack tied, of tied a call. Tied 28-28, right? Uh, yes. And then there's like a minute 30. Something like that. And Saints they were, were like on the, they're on, the Saints were marching in. They were going in Rams territory. Yep, they were like deep into the Rams territory. Like, 25, 30 yard line. Yeah, something like that. And um, they threw a pass. It was blatant pass blatant interference. Blatant pass interference. Yeah. Rams defender admitted it. Yeah. Said it was pass interference. It was horrible. And they didn't call it. It was, uh, I believe, a third down situation. Uh, yes. And then they decided to kick and missed. Is that what happened? I think or they, so. They, or maybe they kicked and made it, and then Rams were able to get in field goal I position. think that's what it was. Right. Yeah. 31-31, OT. And Rams then, win. And Rams win. That's yeah. what it was. Um, if if they call that, to, does... I mean, that's arguably one of the worst Super Bowls of all time, you know, 13-3. Uh, to 3. Yes. If, if they call that play and New Orleans gets into the Super Bowl... Do you think the Saints beat Tom Brady? Do, do the Saints beat Tom Brady? Does Tom Brady only have six to... So many happen. So well, many things happen. And that's with that. the other thing too is like if Tom loses that game, does he lose other games? I mean it right. affects Does he go to Tampa Bay? Does he just retire? Yeah, you never know. You never know. Because Saints defenders might have done a number on Tom Brady that Rams in or whatever. Right. You know, it was but it was it was a defensive massacre in that Super Bowl. Like Yeah. It was it was, it was a very boring. very heavily defensive game. Lots until, of hunting. um the until the Rams let Gronk get by. Right. And so. he made a co- couple good plays. Yeah. That's all it took. All right. Moving on. The Bills. What if the Bills would have won any, but mostly the first of their four flops? Right. So the Bills made it to the Super Bowl in 1990, 1991, 1992, and 1993. Dude, that's inc- that, that alone is incredible. It is. Just getting there that many years in a row. They did. Four I mean, the, the Patriots, I guess, did it too. Uh, or they got close. Not quite. They were close. Though. Maybe Brady did it. I think Brady did it four years in a row. I don't think so. But they did make it three out of four years. They right. won. I believe they won three out of four. Oh, that's two. Can- Kansas City came in. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyways, uh, the Bills. So 
I think that if they would have won the first one, that would really help yeah. their chances for the others. Their confidence. I'd say it's almost just as impressive that they made it there and that they lost all four. Too. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, what is the mindset of the players that, like Jim Kelly, who was on that team all four years, what, is, what do you think his mindset is going into the fourth Super Bowl? What do you got to win? You got to win, and then you still lose. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. Uh, it is. I feel like there's probably an anxiety there. Yeah, you know, it's like, wow, we always get here, but we yeah. got to finish it. And their first one really was their best shot. So mm-hmm. it was nineteen to twenty. They had a forty-three yard field goal at the end of the game, and Scott Norwood missed it. And he wasn't known as a range kicker either, so that actually was kind of pushing. I feel that's like more like a fifty-five yard right. field goal in, in today's game. Yeah, and. um they say there was like a little bit of a swirling wind, and he hit it, and it, it drifted. But he missed it pretty bad, honestly. Like it wasn't yeah. real close. Yeah. And so it it's tough because you know then it was at, like at the buzzer it was like four seconds. Yeah. No time. It's now. rough. So you know you win twenty two to twenty, if you make that, and yeah. then now you know you're Super Bowl champs. You yeah. Know, and and you got the confidence to go on. But does that uh, create a? Um, aspect for the te- other teams in the AFC to, hey, this is the defending champion. You know, mm-hmm. we got to we gotta try and beat them. We got to take them down. Because they talk a lot about um, the Super Bowl hangover, right? Yeah. So you win the championship. Right. And then, uh, so, so, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if they, if they win all four of those games, do you think Jim Kelly is looked about as one of the all-time greats? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. he's in the conversation. I, yeah, I think... Four I, times in a row? Yeah, I think at that point in time, maybe not now with Tom Brady, but at that point in time, he's definitely the GOAT. I think he takes over from Joe Montana. If he four wins four in, in a row. row. Yeah, 100%. Uh, all right. Last one. Last one. What if the Cardinals' defense holds up in that Super Bowl? Larry Fitzgerald gets a ring. Kurt Warner gets another ring. You know... On the opposite, on the flip side, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't get another yeah. ring. Yeah. So, and that was his first ring, wasn't it? He beat the Seahawks. Yeah, that that's true. He did beat in a very rigged <laughs> game. Um, yeah, I definitely think that uh, had Larry had that Super Bowl ring, I think he would be again more in the conversation of one of the greatest of all times. Not that he's not, but I think he's top three in most people's. Maybe five. I'd say maybe five. Okay. So, but I mean, with that Super Bowl, he would be top three. I would put him in top three at least. Yeah. So, absolutely. Um, anyway, we are uh, running out of time here. Yeah. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening to episode one of the Consportion Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, please feel free to give us a like, follow on Facebook, shoot us a message, let us know how we're doing. Yeah, hit us up. We uh, we want to hear feedback, and we want to respond to everybody's uh, you know needs at once. What do they want here? So thank you so much. Thank you guys. Take care.